Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have a very special guest, comedian Monica Humberg. Hello. Hello, lady. Hi. You were just talking about, I, I wasn't sure how I should introduce you, because you are just talking about uh, doing some voiceover work where you were a queen. I was I was a queen, yes. So I, was go- I was, might have said queen, Monica. I, I like it. I like <laughs> should it. I have, should we go back and re-record Well, it? yes, I think, I think I'm going to use that title from now on. So if you could just actually just edit the... The other po- episode I was on, if you could just edit in Queen. Always just, yeah. Yeah, just pull it, yeah, put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anytime where I say Monica, yeah. throw out the episode. It, just it, insert. Just Queen. <laughs> just, even yeah. if it sounds weird, even if it's that yeah. thing where it's like, yeah. and introducing Monica. Queen. Queen. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> that can be awkward at all. <laughs> I love it. How are you? I'm good. You know what I realized on the way here? What's that? Okay, I'm like, you probably shouldn't be interviewing me again, because since the last time you interviewed me, I still haven't had sex. Really? Yeah, it's been that much of a dry spell. So I'm like, I have no update unless we go into my past. Now I'm going to dig into the archives of my life because nothing's happening. It's all a bunch of fail. (laughs) Why? But you've been, you are actively on the online. uh... Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, there's updates there, but like, I'm very picky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, and I don't mean that like in a way where it's like I'm judgmental about the fact that I'm picky. Like I'm picky because there are things that I need and that I know I need at this age. And Good. so, I, but, uh, but I don't know if you know that like there've been some disasters that are like, okay, um, I'm extra tired now because there was the guy that hit the news, uh, he was arrested for being a child molester and uh, running a porn child porn ring and also bestiality. And I made out with him. I met him on OkCupid okay in November. So like, you're shitting me. I wish. I wish. You are shitting no, me. No, that degrassy <laughs> actor guy. That's like that. <laughs> I know. I know. So, we just talked about this on another podcast, me and Leah Laronowitz episode. Okay. She knew him in the kink scene. Right, because he's into S&M. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. And she was telling me about, she coined him the Degrassi Diddler. Yeah. And she was like, if you, her, him and his girlfriend. His wife. Wife. Wife, yeah. They were like a sub, a dom sub couple Correct. back in the day yeah and like she was talking about i don't i don't think i put this part in the episode but she was talking about how creepy their dynamic was Ooh, okay like like she was just vacant oh wow like as the sub like and she said the role play like role play is weird sure sure um when you're not like in it and yeah you're kinda, yeah for sure from the outside in role play is weird oh for but, sure but yeah. she's like their role play like bothered me she's like they would role play kidnap scenarios mm-hmm. so detailed oh, to the point that that he, she wondered, my friend Leah wondered if she was kidnapped by him. Oh, gosh, yeah. You're like, Wait a minute, are we watching something we should be calling in? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Like, where, like, she would be out on the street and he would go and, like, put a bag over her head and, like, kidnap her in the van and, like, she'd be struggling and all this stuff and so take they her had, back. Like, so this was, like, in different venues that were, like, or they, they were, like, faking it within, like, a room that they were pretending there was a van, which would be funnier. Like, if they had everything there. They mimed it? They mimed it, like, the van driving, and then her, like, trying to outrun the van, which was just him standing there with, like, a fake wheel. Oh, that would be just a, a bad sketch. It's yeah, just, exactly. like, a bad improv set. They're just running alongside <laughs> each other. With s included. Oh, I need, please, can we see that? Can you please add that to your show? I would do, I would, I would oh my God. double. I would. So, so you made out with this guy. Yes, yes. And I didn't know, obviously, obviously. that he was, you know, 
like problematic um, oh until the news, right? And then I'm like, w- the thing is that I knew two other people he knew, and uh, and so the first person is the one I found out from because he posted on Facebook. He's like, oh, I can't believe I know these people. I can't believe this thing. You know, I, I just I can't like understand what's wrong with some people and i'm like ah oh, facebook you know people with their their cryptic messages and drama so then i look i'm like looking through the comments because i'm curious now yeah what and, is he talking yeah about? who is who is he talking about? right and everyone's like what's what are you talking about dude what's up what's up and he's like oh i'm tired of like talking about it i am so like fucked up about it and i'm like eh, whatever but then he posts the article and i'm like oh man how could you know people involved in this child porn child porn what's wrong with you and then i'm like Oh, dear God! Because <laughs> like, I saw the picture, and then I saw the... It was, like, in pieces, like, these things flash at you, right? It was, like, picture, and I'm like, uh, wait, wait. wait and then... Hold the, on. Hold on. And then it was Degrassi actor, and I'm like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. And then I'm like, oh, this is not... I can't do much more of this. Like, it's just, like, I can't... I My life has jumped the shark, you know? Like, like this, is, this is enough, you know? <laughs> so, it's just... So, yeah, and then it was... What was <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. So, friend, I mean, I'd have like lots of child molester jokes now, which is great. Oh, nice no. to, like throw those in. Oh, I mean, no. I wasn't alienating my audience enough with the like suicidal stuff, and so I thought, like, let's, let's like make out with child molester and talk about that. That's uh... oh my god. So you've talked about this? In, oh yeah, on I have stage? like a whole like I have like oh, quite my... a bit on this. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. you should. Yeah, you you. Well, use it right like because also in this only like there's stuff that pieces do like that you remember later and <laughs> one of the things that i remember is when we made out he called me a horny bitch and i'm like he's into bestiality so now this makes more sense it's like this was his gold standard i get it now <laughs> I, I didn't realize i just thought like you know it's an interesting way of phrasing it but yeah oh now, my god oh, so, brutal. so yeah so I, that was him. I found out about him, and okay. then about two weeks later, I had a date with somebody who was very casual, and he flipped the fuck out on me because I was 100% interested as far as he was concerned. And when I told him I had, we had no chemistry, he was like, yes, you do. Oh, you dear. You definitely feel chemistry. Like, the way you look right now, how you're batting your eyelashes and blushing. And I'm like, does oh. anyone blush? Does anyone, sorry, does anyone bat their eyelashes anymore? Like, can you? Yeah. Like, you know, you try to picture what you would do. Exactly. Like, you can't see it's, this. It's a video. It's a cartoon. Video. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Nobody really bats their... So he got, like, in his head, this thing was happening, and then he just sent me, like, crazed message after crazed message, and I'm like, oh, oh come on. This is, this is a bit much. We had an hour-long dinner that we, you know, split. You know, it was not... There was no great thing going on. This was One not, date. Like, one date for an hour. That's One it. hour exactly, and he's convinced. That yeah, you're... and that I and that the whole thing was a plan somehow in his head. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so why? So why were you deceiving right. him? If saying I, no, it, if if you truly did. Yeah, uh, I, I put this in my routine too because that's the thing. It's like this is this is the thing that empowers me. You know, that's it's rejection yoga. It's a thing I do. I try to like meet guys <laughs> and fuck with them and get them super interested, yeah, and I'm right. like. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you want me, right? <laughs> no. I don't want you. No, I don't want you. Oh, it feels so good. It's so good. So, I mean, you know, after that, I was a little bit like, yeah, I don't know about this anymore. Right? Maybe I should take a break. Yeah, I mean, no, I wasn't even like, I was on a permanent hiatus. It was like interspersed with some dates. And then I was just like, oh, that's too much. I'm doing too much here. Because my friends said the same thing. She's like, okay, this is like going into like looking for Mr. Goodbar, like territory. You, you got to like stop dating. And I'm like, I wasn't even dating. I was barely doing anything. That's too much, you know? <laughs> So that's where I'm at, people. <laughs> oh, terrible. Tell me you've had a couple good dates, though. No, no, I, I certainly have. I, yeah. have. I have had some good dates. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, frighteningly, making out with the Luster was decent. Oh. It was okay. Shouldn't have been, but it was. But it was fine. It was fine. Oh, um, my God. You know, I didn't see the future crystal ball in him when I made out. I didn't see, like, oh, oh no, that'll be a problem. But, um... Yeah, no, I've had some good dates, but it's just been like it's a bit it's been a bit disheartening mm-hmm. and I do need like this connection to be with somebody so then is it so much to ask? <sighs> You'd think. <laughs> well, yeah, s- connection, 
like respect in the sense of like you don't make me feel like you know a totally disposable unit like Ugh. you know those things those things are critical to me and just when the I little things it's the little things in life you, you know? know yeah not feeling like an orifice to someone you know it's those things so <laughs> you're on so it's okay cupid you're on yes. mostly yes are you on other one are you on tinder or? i was on tinder yeah. like way back when like waiting like under two years because i haven't been dating that long but mm-hmm. i was on tinder but i just found like that is even harder to gauge anything because nobody writes anything hmm. and i need like some profile oh okay you know why is there because i haven't been on tinder okay. so is there no room like is that the format of the app like and few people write things in general you know if you're on the other apps or like anything that few people want to write anything about themselves so then when they get the opportunity to not write anything or they they're, won't they're like that sounds good so it's yeah. just the picture yeah i don't know and then where they live because i can really like assess a lot based on like oh thank goodness you live in the same city as me and you have a face like that's it face to in toronto yeah <laughs> And on that, you're supposed to apparently determine apparently <laughs> swiping right or left. Yes, which is not which is not helpful. But okay, Cupid, you can write yes scores, scores. can't you? Yeah. Do you and, do you do any of that? No. I or did you? I did at one point okay. on okay, Cupid. Isn't that that's the one where you can if you choose to you can answer just like a thousand questions, yeah, like yeah, like weird billion. questions. Yes, too. yes, like questions that. I don't know. <laughs> that seem to not make sense, but I've read about why they have them. Why? And, and, okay, they phrase them in really, really bizarre ways because they're meant to answer a certain type of question. So let's say, for instance, they'll be like, um, are women obligated to shave their legs in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the obligation thing that's supposed to, like, that's the that's the the crux of it because it's not about shaving your leg it's not about shaving your leg it's the it's the obligation it's the it's what people view as roles in relationships now i do feel like you should make an effort for if you're with somebody to make yourself like presentable to them and uh, and shaving your legs if they're into that is no different than anything else like you're not going to just let yourself go because well now i'm in a relationship and screw this but i think that that's it but that's definitely because i read about it what they were were going for is that idea of obligation within a relationship or within like sexual gender roles interesting so they're definitely the questions there's definitely more to them than it seems because they seem totally frivolous and like not related to anything well yeah except the one where it says uh do you like escalators or stairs and then there's the one of possible answers is i am afraid of escalators and that gives me all the information i need about that human being to know that i never want to meet them (laughs) Certainly not to date them. <laughs> You're right, because they're multiple choice. Yes. They're all multiple choice. They are all right? multiple choice, right. <laughs> and sometimes you can write other and fill it in, I think. Yeah. Sometimes, but I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, yes. But so. are they kind of slotting you into, say, okay, so now I'm looking at it like a psychological so it, it profile. Is, it's very, very scientific, yes. Mm-hmm, like a scientific profile. Yes. So like A, B, C, D, that's like four different like personality types. Type thing? I think it's that it creates a larger picture of who you are based on all the questions. Like, however many you answer, let's say you answer 200, right? Mm-hmm. There's, like, you'll, there's more of a propensity towards X if you've answered these specific questions in these specific ways. Right. You know? But, so they do, it is, like, it is, like, psychological profiling. Interesting. So that's really interesting, yeah. Do you answer the questions on yes. OkCupid? Okay yes. Yeah, you do? Oh, yeah. Lots? Yeah, I've yeah. answered, like, quite a bit. There's ones I won't answer because I'm, like, I really don't want them determining, like, whether or not... I'm I'm not going to determine a relationship whether or not they're a morning person or a night person. Because right. I'm neither because I barely sleep, you know? But I don't think that that's I'm awake something. all the time. All the time. <laughs> morning, night. Whatever. <laughs> I nap from 2 a.m. to 3, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't determine a relationship based on that because it's kind of irrelevant to me, but... So those are the ones I don't answer. And they said, and they said, there was a woman that like really looked into it. And what she said was, don't answer the ones that aren't important to you because you're trying to target exactly the person you want. So by answering things that it didn't matter one way or the other, it's, there's, it's pointless to answer it. Ah. So I'll answer the ones that were like somewhat important and sex stuff is and things like that. Yeah. All the ones about sex. Yeah. What kind of stuff do they ask about sex? I feel like. I think they ask about roles, like, do you, would you prefer, to, if it says, like, uh, for tying up, do you want to be, would you rather be the person being tied up? Would you rather be the one um, tying up? 
It asks that. It asks that, and I eliminate based on people saying they would prefer to be tied up. Because I'm like, that is that's not the way I want this. Yeah, because you can go in and see what they've answered, yeah. right? Or or does the computer does the algorithm kind of do that for you? It does some of that, but like you, you can matched go in. up on these, or you you can like oh that? you can match up on it, and it says a percentage, but then you can go in and right. find the answers and what what di- differed, like what was the things that you're. You, that were really important to you that they answered in reverse, right? Right. And then there's also an app, and I think it's called um, OK Cupid for the not alternative lifestyle, but for the vanilla. It's more. It's the opposite. It's for the non. Oh God, damn it! But it's one of those terms that non monogamous or non non binary, right? Something like something that. Like, like that. something like that. It's like mm. basically, it's basically the alternative of say, or the other way of phrasing, like for the non for the people that are not vanilla. So right. then that you so, add that so fat life pretty but pretty much <laughs> but you add that like browser thing and then it tells you the key questions like where you're not matching up. So it'll be like this person is like way is not like way less sexual. It'll be like. This person, because one of my non-negotiables are like, okay, well, whatever. But like, I can't even remember how this works, but I'm saying like it, it actually narrows it down for the sexual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that that helps. So you can really look and see if you're going to be sexually compatible. And pretty quickly. And pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, because you mentioned the percent, they give an overall compatibility percent, right? Then they don't, do they give a friendship percent now? And then an enemy Yes, you can. There's a, there's the option. You can look into that in a different section. You can select, and the enemy stuff is really fun. But especially yeah. if you have your thing set to like they know when you've looked at them, because <laughs> with a lot of guys, it really doesn't matter to them whether you're like a zero percentage match. Like I, no, of course they not. were. They're just like there's a lot of people who are like oh, oh I saw you looked at my profile. Uh, we have absolutely nothing in common. But yeah, you're hot. You know, yeah. it's like okay, that's hardly the point though. Yeah, I've <laughs> you know? had, yeah I've had someone say to me that the enemy percent is high so let's see if that you know like let's see what happens then so maybe like sparks yeah we're supposed to be big enemies so let's see if that's true or not is that like, erotic to you like that's the line yeah yeah <laughs> I, so I like to spend my time meeting people i may hate <laughs> an excellent use of my time do you okay what do you think how accurate do you think about the compatibility percentages like I, if you're getting a 90 right and then you go out with the guy. Do you right. think like that necessarily dictates theoretically? But as I say in my act, uh, the child molester and I were ninety five percent. So there's things you don't really like to learn about yourself sometimes. Sometimes I'll see a profile and it's just like this person absolutely has like nothing going on in their life, but we're still a high percentage. I'm like, what does that say about me? <laughs> you don't appreciate you can, like, that. see yourself reflected yeah, in like, the profile. I if it's a high match, you're yeah. like, okay, who am I then? <laughs> and then look at the profile this and person. like, horseback ride. Yeah. Oh, huh. man. Really? I, gotta, I guess I gotta get in I, I gotta do that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I really gotta get into I gotta refer myself more as cisgendered, apparently, according to a lot of people I match with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I gotta have a lot more labels, according to what I met. I'm not, I don't, I'm not labeled up enough, apparently. You're not, you don't have enough labels no. on your belt. Because no. <laughs> cisgendered is you're in the body you identify with. Right. That's you what were, cisgendered you were, is. I think you were born into the body you identified with, not into, that you're presently. Like, that. you couldn't have made that body. Right, yeah. right. So, but that, like, to me is just, I, I mean, I have my own issues with these terminologies, but it's like, oh, yeah. okay, that's, that's enough now. Like, I think we've... Again, we've jumped the shark in the terminology department. <laughs> Why, there's just so many now? There's so many, and I feel like you don't need all these labels for the stuff that, like, you can discuss later. I mean, the assumption will always be whether... It, and the assumption will always be that you are straight, um, and that you are... Um, that you were born into the body that you now presently have. Because... And, and that assumption will exist because that will be the majority of the population in general. So right? you're saying unless they say otherwise. Yes. That, I, that's assumed. Right. That you're a straight person in the body you are yeah. good with. It seems born redundant, in the body you're good you know, to, to mention this. You to know? now put these labels It's on like it. I'm going to put, like, I'm human. It's like, we guess. We assume. <laughs> I assume. Yeah, we assumed, you know. <laughs> However, maybe that bestiality dude. Well, maybe he's Maybe not he would like... <laughs> That's true. Maybe he would like if you identified as a lichen or something. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Is that the term? It's like that wolf thing that was in Dungeons and Dragons or something. It's like a... Sounds a, a familiar. Lichen, lichen. Yeah. Lichen, I think. Lichen, okay. Yeah, that maybe? doesn't help if I, I can't pronounce words, but yeah. I can't help that. you there. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> but, 
So why we're talking about online dating so much is because you have a show happening. But is that... it? So, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Well, I do a show that's about online dating, but that's not my personal show. Yeah. Okay, good. Go ahead. Just yeah. wanted to check, because sometimes people go, like, think that's my show, and it's right. not. There's an so the, girl that produces it. So the one you don't produce, that's Tinder Tales. That's correct. Right? Right. That's so you Adelaide. perform at that. Yeah. Yes. Who, sorry, who runs it's it? And Adelaide Genevieve, and she is a brilliant fucking producer. She's so amazing and lovely, like you. Oh. Um, she's really smart and, and, like, competent, and, yeah, and, and the show is really interesting and, and diverse. So tell know, me about tell me about this show. Like, what's the format? What type of stuff are we going to see at Tinder Tales? So at Tinder Tales, uh, mostly people tell stories about dating experiences they've had, and uh, and the disclaimer is always, like, some of them are going to be funny, and these, probably most are going to be funny in some ways, and there's a lot of comics that do the show, but then sometimes there'll be real people people, you know, who have real experiences. So unlike comics who have like a lot of things going on in their head that aren't real. A lot of fake experiences. Yeah, fake experiences. I mean, every every performer, it's a fake experience. Fake people that have fake Fake experiences. experiences. Yeah. They have real experiences, but like everybody who does arts, like creates something a little bit, you know, a little more than it was probably, right? Sure. So yeah, yeah. It's a few percentages higher than what actually happened probably, right? <laughs> sure. Turned up a notch. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but then there's people that actually, like, are human beings, and that those stories are <laughs> super interesting, like, mm-hmm. because there was one girl that talked about, like, she's like, this is the experience that I had that, like, now I no longer online date, and then she told the story, and you're like, that would do it. Like, and it wasn't, like, a threatening thing, but it was just one of those things where you're like, never need to see this again. You know, I think, mm. I think I'm okay now. Uh, whatever other way I can date now is the thing I'm going to do. Right. So it was right. really cool. And she was so sincere when she was telling the story, too, because she's not a, a, a performer. performer, but she was great on stage. And there's been a few of those. And then uh, the, the stuff that I usually do, although it's sometimes I will talk about, like, the dating stuff that I... But a lot of times it'll just be messages I've gotten nice. that are particularly bizarre. Uh-huh. And I get a lot of those. So, yeah. like, what? <laughs> well, because... Okay, so, like, people have it. I I think that the floodgates open mm-hmm. because I mention my kink in my profile. So I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people are just, like emboldened by that more than they because everyone gets dick pics and everybody gets uh messages no matter like one of my friends is like she calls herself like a borderline um amish you know like her profile is so innocent she Mm -hmm. even has the only kisses on on, she doesn't kiss on first dates and that's it's sincere Mm -hmm. and yet she's gotten like someone who's like yeah the guy or the guy's or the guy's uh handle is like eight inches uncut you know and she's like why are you writing to me eight inches uncut (laughs) 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 what about my profile said i'm the person for you you know (laughs) this is too much info too early on you know (laughs) But uh, because I have the thing in my profile, my guess mm. is they're they're now like okay. And then they there's a scattershot approach of like, oh, you have a fetish. Let me see if you also, in addition to the fetish you've directly mentioned and clearly are open about, if you have other fetishes <laughs> that you may not have brought up in this profile. <laughs> it's like, no, sir. No, uh, I said the one. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. I said the one. Super clear about it. I, I don't have everything you're listing, and maybe your eating feces one can just stay between oh, you wow. and people you've had discussions about that with. You know? Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I remember not to continue on this topic for no, too I, long, I, I, but uh, I remember a specific... Uh, Sue Johansson episode oh, at Dr. Yeah, yeah. Sue. I know, you know her. I yeah. know she is, for sure. Yeah, so uh, this was a very long time ago when she used to have that sh- a television show yeah. she, where she would read mail or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the ones was that uh, the person was asking, like, oh, he wants me to to shit on his chest, right? Right. On command. Right. Right? <laughs> I just love Sue Johansson's response. Is like, well... Unless you are, like, a dog, then, you know, (laughs) or you have, like, you've eaten some Mexican, (laughs) like, you're not going to be able to shit on command. (laughs) Well, you would have to really plan your dates for when you usually do this, or, you know, or or that's, like, that's 
that's instead of a booty call, it's like a, some sort of like bathroom call, you know? You're like, okay, I'm so ready now. Yeah. I, have, I have just. I'm ready now, now, like in the like, next 10 like minutes. 10 minutes. Like, okay, don't hold, I can't hold out. Oh my God. <laughs> so come over because it's going to happen. <laughs> How fucking gross. I mean, whatever. More, to, more power. If you're into it and someone else is into it, like go enjoy yes, yourself. Yes, you're not hurting it. anyone. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Go right? ahead. It's Two consensual like, adults. Right. <laughs> with lovers and potential lovers and sometimes someone will be like I don't have any boundaries and I love hearing that from guys like that's such a turn on to me because it's like great like we can play around and I can learn from you because you know I'm not as experienced as I want to be and I'm like super open to trying stuff Mm -hmm. but whenever they say that I'm like uh-oh. Well, but then, no, no, like, but I'm always, like, they always have to clarify, and invariably, thank goodness, invariably, when I'm like, well, no, no boundaries, I mean, you, and then, and they're like, what, well, the, the obvious one. The hard boundaries. The hard boundaries. The scat no play. People, no scat play. <laughs> the children. The children. The animals. Yes, yes. Yeah. These should all be boundaries, yes. But light water sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's But open to water sports. But open to water sports, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, like, I've now realized, I think it's me. I think, like, a lot of guys just want to pee on me. I don't, know, I don't know if it's a thing that they would have normally. It just seems like I bring this out in people. Yeah, they see you and they're, they're like, like, I think I need to pee yeah, on something. Yeah, it's, it's become a need. I need to pee on you. I have to do this now, yes. Okay, let's take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> and I want to talk about your new show that sure. you're producing after the break, okay? And we'll be right back with Monica Humberg. Well, folks, I'm recording this on a Friday, which means that two exciting things are happening for me. Number one is that I get to release an all-new episode of the Bedpost podcast. But secondly, today's the day that I head down to the Social Capital Theatre to check out the $12 Two Free Pints comedy show, which features the very best of Toronto Improv weekly. It starts 9.30 every Friday, but that is not the only show happening at the Social Capital Theatre, and it's not even the only show happening at the Social Capital Theatre tonight. No matter what day of the week you're listening to this, there is a live show being staged this evening. Find out which one you're going to go see at SoCap.ca or Facebook.com slash the SoCap. Hello, welcome back. We're here with Monica Humberg. Hello. And uh, on the break, I asked you if you needed to pee or anything. You said, no, I'm not looking in the mirror, so I'm good. <laughs> I find you so funny. I'm so glad. That makes me so happy. It's always nice when people do. You're like, okay, I guess I'm sort of on the right path. <laughs> Be really brutal, but it's just like total silence. I've had that, and you're like, yeah, you have no idea what I do. You don't like what yeah. I'm saying. You now. don't. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get me. Yeah. You don't. You don't get me. That is why I'm so picky with dates because I want to avoid that conversation where the person's looking at you and you're joking and they're just staring blankly. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. this has to end now. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> no. it's not going to go anywhere. No, exactly. And we're both uncomfortable. So <laughs> let's just, just end go. it. Yeah. 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 Um, so Monica, tell me about your new show. That's so exciting. Because it's a podcast that you've been doing for how long? Anywhere from four to six years. <laughs> oh, damn. I didn't I realize so. it was that long. It was quite, it's been quite a while because it's, it's morphed a few times. So it was okay. two other different things that were like, obviously still me, but, but different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second version was really cool because it had like, it was about crime stories, and we'd talk about news articles, and then we would uh, have sketches loosely based on these crime stories, and it was so cool, because it, like, utilized my acting and my voiceovers, and, like, you know, and the, my friend uh, Bill Allman was just hilarious on it, and, like, such a great writer, so we'd, like, write these sketches, but they were, like, so nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, they would take a grain, and, and some of them, some of them was were a bit more literal, but sometimes you would just take one thing, like, my one of my favorites is one where it was, like... There was some article about this guy who had stabbed someone over a Doritos chip, like a Frito-Lay's <laughs> chip, you know, and, and which is like absurd on the surface. But then we um, we made this sketch where basically it was like a Dateline episode and the chip was like 
that Chip was telling her side of the story, and she was going to be, like, a, you know, eaten by this guy, and then this other guy, like, intervened, you know, so he was her savior, basically. Oh my God, I love it. I love it, too, and that was one of my favorite sketches. It's on episode 100. Awesome. It's really fun. Awesome. And then, what was the next, uh manifestation oh, so of the, this idea. So yeah, so the third manifestation, which is the one I'm doing now, is the version, which is, it's all about Craigslist. Sometimes I'll talk a little bit about my life. I haven't yet gotten to the Travelister stuff, but I did talk about... <laughs> but uh, you weird, will! <laughs> but there was another weird thing last time, so I'm like, I'm trying to up this every time. <laughs> every time I'm like, I think that's, that's, you know, enough. That's the limit of what's going to be weird in my life. And then I'm yep. like, nope, nope, there's, oh, no. there's more. There's... You Steph. just never know your capacity. No, no, there's so. a limitless with insanity, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, so then that one's mostly about Craigslist, and I mm-hmm. talk about, like, strange Craigslist ads, but not the, like, not the standard ones that most people talk about, or most or, or that are easy to find, or that people make up, so they're weird because someone intentionally made them weird. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of ones that are, like, sleazy... Or trying to manipulate, and uh, and then there's a lot of people looking for like a personal assistant, but they've got to send a picture and occasionally and share to, the bed and share the bed exactly. <laughs> and there's a lot of roommate ones like that. It's mm. like, oh, you know, you're keeping me and my roommate for like this discount, but uh, you know, there's only one bed, and we're doing this. And my favorite was one where like there were all those attached, so all those things attached, so you're like, that is a terrible arrangement. But then also, she couldn't be in the home when he was away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all day while he was at work, she'd have to find another place. Like, what a great living situation! <laughs> that was one of my favorites. So I was like, yeah, I mean, unless you need a home during the daytime, or when this guy is like, can you imagine he goes out to dinner and it's like, oh, oh fuck, sorry. I was taking a nap. I guess I gotta go yeah, gotta out. Gotta lock you out, and then, uh, wait here and right. when i come back i'll let you back in it's so dysfunctional oh my god it's sad it's just so sad it's insane yeah. so it's these so the type of posts are the ones that are guising as yeah. who knows some guy's perversion some guy's perversion right that he doesn't want to admit to sometimes it's like it's clear that he's just not ready to admit he has a fetish or he is too cheap to pay for what he's interested oh. in that's always fun the discount discount sex working things it's like yeah you know and they're always like uh if you've ever wanted to give it a try, as though someone's like, <laughs> I don't need the money. Um, not really ever been interested in, like, sex for, you know, that ex- that kind of exchange. But uh, this guy seems nice. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just not a thing. Maybe I'll give it a try. Exactly. I mean, it's just so bizarre. And so, yeah. So those, I think, I'm trying to remember, like, a bunch of them that we read. But they're, they're diverse, but they're always somewhat manipulative or, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, they sometimes... I think my favorite is this... I, I believe these are all tropes now, like I've decided, <laughs> but, like, one of them is that you will phrase something that you want as a favor to the other person. Yes, yes. that's You've manipulation. Yes. No, I haven't seen it, but that just strikes me. Yeah, yeah. There's one that's, like, that I use for the show in the, just in the beginning where it's, like, uh, semen has a lot of protein! Yeah. Do you need more protein in your diet? It's like, oh, I'm sure I can get it from another source. I do have to blow a stranger, yes. <laughs> or it's good for your skin. Right. No, you just want to give me a facial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm supposed to be naive about that. Yeah. Or just really wanting great skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. There's no other way to do it. I mean, yeah. You can eat healthy and stuff, but why would you invest that much no, time? Drink water. Drink water is, you know, free. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, so is a stranger jacking off into your face. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so this has been your podcast for a couple years, yes, doing this sort of a format. Yes, yeah. even, even when I did that, even when I did the other show, I would do sometimes, I would read Craigslist at the end of it. So that this particular format's probably been about two years or so. Two years so, or so. Yeah. And how did you start, like, how did you get this idea to do bits off of Craigslist ads. Oh, no, I, yeah. I'm like, how did I? Okay, well, it's un- it's it's the same reason that I can make fun of things that hap- that are like porn clips because I'm addicted to porn. And right. so I'm going, I'm trying to get off, but then there's things that make me laugh. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Craigslist. I was looking at, always looking at the film and television section because I'm a performer. Okay. And, and invariably there were deranged things you know and it was just always it was like even in the film and television oh, that is the main that is the main place for it. it it is it is the place where they assume you've given up on all your hopes and dreams and you're ready to do whatever some random stranger is willing to to ask you to do mm-hmm. and and they're not wrong 
they do have a point. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but there's always the, um, but then they also the actual straight ads, like the ones where it's straight, meaning they are posting for a film they're doing, mm-hmm. but dear God, this film. <laughs> like, like, is it just a porn they want to film, essentially? Right. It's really that they have not gotten laid in a while, mm-hmm. and this is the great vehicle to make it happen. Yeah. And so they're going to couch the, you know, they're, they got a camera. I mean, yeah. it's unusual, right? It's hard to find a camera, you know, and no ability, but they have that. <laughs> they've got it. And they've got it. <laughs> they're asked, you know, you know you're going to have to make out with me is sometimes like mm. the ad. You're going to make out with me, but it's because it needs to be realistic. And, uh, and you always, always, if you're a woman, um, there's always a nude scene. It doesn't matter what the part is. You could be a, you know, high-ranking police officer, there's going to be a shower scene, there's always something that requires, and even sometimes it'll say there's no nudity required, but you still have to do a nude scene. Like, there's there's just things where it doesn't make any sense. It's like, there's no nudity in the film, but there will be a nude scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, oh no, that's the one. It's like, there's no nudity in the film, but you must be comfortable with nudity. You're like, why why? do I? (laughs) Right? I can't understand what's happening. Just with the concept of nudity, yeah, just yeah. you want that openness right. in yeah, a person? Right, because it reflects in a person. It, it, there's a glow about a person who's open to taking open their to clothes nudity. off. Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I'm so open-minded, and I'm still pissed off because it's the game they're playing that yes. I need. Like, I just want communication with people. Yeah, you just want the honest, yeah. uh, the honest post. Yeah. Have you ever, um, since you were genuinely looking for gigs oh, yeah. as an actor, have you ever gotten into a situation 80% of the time. Yeah. It's, it's that. I Where felt, you get there and something weird is going on, you're like, mm, this guy just wants me to take off my clothes. Well, I've never. Okay, so I've done a lot of things. I've, I've done. I've done, lot, <laughs> I've done a lot of I've things. I've done a lot of things. So I've taken my clothes off for like standard indie films, but I've also taken my clothes off uh, for porn. Like, not for like. Not porn where I'm sleeping with somebody else, but for like mm-hmm. nude pictures and stuff. Right. Or whatever. So right, that's right, there. right. Um, so. So those are also, there's like a range of the weirdness I've experienced. Like sure. I was thinking just the other day of a completely sidetracked topic, but I was thinking the other day that I'm like, I saw some post on Craigslist and it was like this guy, he was an erotic, erotic hypnotist. And and my immediate <laughs> thought was, oh yeah, no, I, I've done that. And and then I thought I shouldn't have that immediate thought. Like, that should not that, be the thought yeah, I have. That's why people think I'm weird. That's what it just <laughs> dawned on me because I feel like I associate with a lot of people who don't think I'm weird. But in the real world, a lot of people think I'm weird, yeah. and I don't really get it, because I'm like, I don't think I'm that outrageous, but then I'm like, you see, most people wouldn't have the thought. I have a story the- about being hypnotized by an erotic hypnotist. Please, or- Monica, <laughs> enlighten me. What <laughs> the fuck is an erotic, an erotic hypnotist? I, I mean, it is a, a, a non-true concept. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> It's not real. It doesn't actually okay. exist. Does, does not exist. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was doing, uh, like, <laughs> I was doing, like, nude stuff, and uh, a friend of mine lived in, in Maryland, and I don't think that that's relevant to the story, because I don't necessarily think that there's, like, a big percentage of erotic hypnosis in Maryland specifically. <laughs> but right? But I want to flesh the story out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, paint the, paint the yeah. picture. Yeah. And, and she, you know, we were like, I need money, and then she's like, oh, I, uh, she's like, okay, so I know a bunch of people. You know, this is once you get into, like, sort of the underground scene of stuff, like, there's people know people but they're like they're like I know some weird people and so her thing was like she had some guys I don't remember what the other guy's issue was but then she was like or an erotic hypnotist and she goes pick your poison you know and I love that term and I like think about it a lot because that was it it was like the other guy was actually either weirder or less interesting so I went yes erotic hypnotist (laughs) and and she said, okay, so this guy, he thinks he's a hypnotist, and what you do is he directs you, and, and you do certain things, and... Um, so this is for a stage act? No, it's not. It's, like, his own private video or videos he would distribute over the internet in the 90s. Okay, okay, like, okay. I'm, I'm not as young as I want to be. 
Um, but, <laughs> but this was, you know, and it was also like the advent of the internet. So like, I'm sure that if you had an erotic hypnotist fetish, yeah. which is not as rare as you might think, there's a lot of mind <laughs> Nothing control is. that no, that you probably would be like, oh my God, I got to get my hands on this stuff. And right. it's a rare thing. So I'm sure that his videos did okay for him. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I so went So the gist is he's hypnotizing you, quote exactly, unquote. Exactly. To take off your clothes. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then like, I thought I did a super good acting job <laughs> because, you know, he'd be like, oh, you're, you're, you feel, you see your arm and it you, doesn't seem like it's a part of your body. And I was like, what's happening? You know, like, not even nearly as cheesy as that. Like I was really trying to, cause I studied Meisner. So like, <laughs> it's very important to me to bring naturalism into this, mm-hmm. you know, so authentic. Yeah. You know, authenticity. Very, yeah, yeah. It's very critical for me. And so I, I, I did that. And then, and then like, the thing is, though, that my friend, who wasn't even an actor, was, like, telling me, like, where he stopped with her, which was, like, when she was, like, unclothed and whatever. It was, like, that was sort of the end. But, like, he stopped way earlier with me, so maybe I wasn't that convincing, which is a little disappointing. Aww. But I, I think I t- took off my top, and then he and was, And that like, was it? Yeah, which, and I, I have... I have to say, I've got a cute upper body. <laughs> I don't think that's what the problem was, but I think maybe he just wasn't feeling the vibe that I was super hypnotized. <laughs> Even though my friend was also faking it, clearly. Uh-huh. You know, but uh, but yeah, like, I think I took my top off, and then, you know, he was like, okay, and uh, five, four, three, two, and you're like, oh, what happened? Is, oh, why, why don't I have a shirt on? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So I love it though. I can see the appeal. I can kind of see the appeal like of, of someone watching? of the scenario yes. of the scenario for sure because it's all sort of that range of domination. Yeah, right? it's kind of consent play a yes. little bit, right? Absolutely hypnotized. You can do what you want to someone that you're, you know, they're your playing. Yeah, thing. the I thing mean, of this, control. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see. The I can appeal. see the appeal. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> so uh, this uh, sexy hypnotist was an, uh, was there another one where? They're always like that, but I mean, like, again, 80% are like that. I'm just trying to remember, like, specific scenarios. But, like, okay, so I'll I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you what, like, (laughs) I'll tell you something that's unrelated, but, like, I think that, I was talking to somebody about this and how, like, your, I never feel bad about, like, the nude stuff I did, so I'm not going to be like, oh, this thing happened and then I turned into this. That's not what it's about at all. But I always feel like, you know, you're your line of what's normal, it really depends on your experience on some level, you know? And, uh, and in acting school, my, when I, when it wasn't even acting school, it was like, uh, the a part of a theater program within my CEGEP, which is the Quebec version of like preparatory university, right? Preparatory okay. college. I was in a theater program. And when I, 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 after the year that I did it, the entire department was brought up on sexual harassment charges and it was merited. And it's, there were so many issues, but one of the main wow. issues that should just have been, like, eradicated very early on was that there was one of our teachers, and he, uh, he was, it was stage tech, okay? So that it just, just, just wasn't even an acting class. Okay. Yeah. Stage tech. Yeah. And uh, he was, the thing we were going to learn about stage tech for was like 12 angry men but like some people in the um class were women and so and he said this this was a direct quote exactly like this he said and all the women will be dressed as hookers (laughs) what yes that was his criteria for how women would be dressed for any scene that was happening, even if it was supposed to be juries. Like, the members of the jury would always be, I guess, dressed as hookers. I mean, I don't know why. And and the people that had been in this program before were was so funny because they, when they'd enter his class for they just... This was the best. Because at first we were kind of like, what are these people doing? But they would specifically wear... Seven layers and like a jacket just to be like fuck yourself. Right, we are we are overdressed for your fucking class, yeah. you maniac. But yeah, oh that my was, god. And, and so when the department got brought up with sexual harassment charges, you're like, well, of course there's a man asking women to dress as hookers, and we're 16 years old. Wow. So, so surprise that yeah. this is an issue. You know what? There is like a weird class. <laughs> In first year university, or pardon me, first year of college, yes, and it was called Strip One Hundred and One. I went to school for 
acting. <laughs> you thought, didn't you? Yeah, didn't I think? This is why it's such a like slippery slope with anything in Craigslist where they're like, do you want to be my sexual plaything? You're like, I've already done that. And you're like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's what I, oh my God. And anyway, like, sorry, go on. And then now a memory just uh, came to me, like doing even community theater, <laughs> like we did the musical Jekyll and Hyde, okay. which um, it takes place, I don't know, like 19... 18- late late 1800s, yeah. I believe. And, you know, there are a lot of horrors in that show. Yes. A lot of horrors. I was, yeah, 16. Maybe not even. <laughs> but, like, man. I And there's a number, obviously, where there's, like, multiple numbers where the horrors dance. Yes. Like, do a number, right? Of course. And I have, like, I have pictures of me in this. Like, I'm wearing, like, nothing. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, getting it down. I'm getting down. With my bad self. So, in a way, it's so great, because of course you're feeling sexual at that age. Yes. It's also like... And I knew I was good at it. I knew I was good, you know? but like calling, yes. But, like, isn't, like... Community theater, you know. Yeah, it seems it seems like the director's probably having way more fun than he should in that. Probably. It's like, oh, this has worked out great for me. And then the funny thing is, my mom has like a newspaper clipping of all the of all the whores in this play. Like it's a picture of us, promotional picture, right, uh, from a newspaper. And she actually posted on Facebook kind of recently, like just to be like, my beautiful daughter, which is sweet but also hilarious. Which is so funny because I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. Like I wonder why I'm, like, <laughs> like so okay with sex. Yeah, like, yeah. It's no surprise. Because even at 15 or however the hell old I was, it was, like, in a newspaper, next to nothing, just, like, given, like, this fierce, like, <laughs> look yeah. into the camera, like, I'm sexy. It's like, so great, though. Like, crazy. It's great. But, uh, but, like the college strip 101. Yeah, but going back to strip 101, um... Yeah, it was just a uh, big rumor that, okay, you all had to get completely naked for this class, for whatever acting purposes. I uh-huh. can't even tell you. Okay. Um, so that was this big thing that's kind of looming over you for weeks or whatever, coming up to this class, okay. that you all have to get completely naked, okay. right? But when the class actually gets there, they're like, no, you don't have to get naked. But, like, what they do is, like, you can strip if you want, like, to music, Okay. It was really weird to think about. So we lined up in chairs to make like a little like runway there. Right. And you could, and they threw on some popular music of the day, which was like the Moulin Rouge, Gitchy Gitchy. Yeah, that's yeah, on. for sure. Uh, mostly on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you chose to, you could go up and down that aisle and strip. And But they said specifically you can't get naked though. But you can take off your shirt and have right, your bra and have on. on yeah, you can do whatever. Same with the guys. You can strip right down your underwear. But, I mean, and I am more, again, I this is not an issue of, like, being conservative. I just wonder, is that a necessary part of a program? It's like, because you... I know. I mean, it's not that it's like, well, this is inevitable. Yeah, but you're wondering, is it absolutely necessary? Yeah, is that not an elective? No, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was a compulsory <laughs> course. What, that's what's confusing to me. And the weird part was that that was paired with, um, which that class, I was like, yes, like, take it off, because I'm like, I won't, probably, like, you know, at that time, I was like, yes, I am a stripper. No, I get it. I'm, I'm into like, that stuff I was, too. I was a horror on stage when I was 15, yeah. so right now I'm taking it off. For so, sure. like, I was like, yippee, like, let's do it. But that class was paired with this, like, very emotional, like, class uh-huh. where you had to go up and two other actors had to sit in front of you and you had to pretend that they were your parents. Okay. And you had to tell your parents whatever that you... That you just strip for a class. No, no. <laughs> that would be the best thing. They <laughs> you up. It's like intervention or something like reality show. And then it's actually your parents. <laughs> yeah, it's actually your parents. And they're like, you know what you just did? Talk to them about it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's make this reality show. So, no, so, someone's going to steal this idea. We got to do I know, it. I okay, know. but go ahead. So pattern, pattern. This- <laughs> it's paired with this class, so you have to sit there and pretend two of the other students are your parents, and you have to tell them, you know, something, what you've always wanted to tell them. Sure. Something, like, Brutal. very, yeah, very raw. Right. And I remember I didn't 
and and again, like you did it if you wanted to do it. Okay. So for me, I didn't do that right. class, so okay. I wasn't able to become naked emotionally. Oh, you know what I mean? Like those—that was the pairing. Those two classes. Perfect. It's typical acting classes where they're like, you know, let's just fuck with someone's mind and call it a program. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and that's so what first year. Yeah. That's what first year is about specifically. Specifically, right? any program to break you down. Yeah, yeah. Right. Always. Right. And, and, and to weed people out. Yeah, because the people that are, like, broken down that will eventually <laughs> off themselves, as happened in several of the programs, though that's the, that's the weeding process. That's the, yeah, they all die. It's Whoever like, survives. Yeah. Whoever literally it's, makes it through the, the program. survivor, yeah. It's, <laughs> who's living after, like, you realize what a bag of shit you are? You know, so early on in the program. Oh, I am a, a complete waste of skin. Okay. Okay, well, great. That's, that's... No, I, I've graduated. <laughs> Congratulations. Are you willing to admit your human garbage? Yes. Well, here's your certificate. Well, you're a professional actor now. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Everyone else is going to treat you like garbage. You've now learned how this works. You're, you're ready. good to go, that's as far as I'm course. concerned. Yeah. Yeah. That's the business component. <laughs> <laughs> terrible oh my god so so okay <laughs> roundabout way of getting to your new show yeah yeah that you are doing yeah so, so craigslist ads and then some of them are going to be casting posts and stuff like that yeah but yeah so you're so, now doing a live show not just a podcast yes, yes yes tell me about that oh so exciting so i did one and this is gonna be the second time i'm gonna do it and mm-hmm. it's november 24th at the groove bar on danforth it's near the woodbine station for those of you in toronto which i imagine some of the listeners are I would hope so. I would hope so. And <laughs> otherwise, like, you're promoting to the wrong people who also have a live show. So you're like, everyone here is from D.C. Like completely yeah. wrong demographic. Just... Like my, my podcast is super popular in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so it's uh, it's at the Groove Bar. It's really fun. I have, uh, they have screens, so I'm able to project the Craigslist ads so we can read along together and you can, like, marvel Lovely. at the craziness. Lovely. And I have a panel of hilarious comics. They mm-hmm. were so great last time and it's gonna be like extra great this time and mm-hmm. uh and and they were just so great so i like basically i do like a quick intro of some of the ads and the tropes and stuff and then mm-hmm. i banter with them and this time around i'll think oh, i'm going to integrate what i wanted to originally which was like some interactive stuff with the audience i just didn't get it together for the last time mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it's just a craigslist extravaganza of craziness that's amazing i love it i'm so excited and where can people check out your podcast so, if they want to see that first yeah so you can go for the live show you can go to craigslost.tv mm-hmm. uh don't ask why the tv's there uh the <laughs> craigslost.com was already taken by someone who's not using it and i didn't want to have that conversation and then i'm like oh, oh i want to be on tv so these things all make sense and they're all great mixed. it's craigslost because that's the podcast craigslost as yep. opposed to craigslist and uh and that's where you find the live show and you'll also link to the pod- podcast and stuff but the podcast mm-hmm. this will make no sense but go with me on it is <laughs> stay with me yeah stay with me it used to be called dazed and convicted so now it's like craig's lost via dazed and convicted because i did get some press off either of these podcasts when it was named differently and i need attention yeah, and you want to so stick with the name dazed, with, dazed yeah, and convicted yeah, so it's craig's lost from dazed and convicted but dazed is the website you can just look up craig's lost or Dazed and Convicted. I'm sure and you'll stumble on it. Yeah, and you can look me up, and I am, like, all over the, the web, and I have a lot of Instagram stuff about Craigslist or my dating stuff. Those are the <laughs> two things. What's your handle on Instagram? So it's my name. So it's M-O-N-I-C-A dot Hamburg, H-A-M-B-U-R-G, like the city in Germany, but I just pronounce it like a jackass. So <laughs> it's what I do. That's my brand. I'm a jackass. <laughs> the jackass brand. The jackass brand. You're so on brand. <laughs> I really am, on fleek with my yeah you're on point with, with the brand <laughs> thank you so much for coming thank again you. monica awesome. i love talking i'd love to have you back a third time yes, please. and i can't wait to go and check out your new show hey. which i definitely most definitely am i'm so excited yay thank you so much. oh my god thank you uh this has been monica humberg everybody and i am aaron pym this has been the bedpost podcast check back often because we release a new episode every friday and if you want to see bedpost live the variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8pm. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.